Today on Recur Now, we start with a cup of coffee. Then we look at the opportunity to raise your product prices. When is it okay? And finally, your credit cards might be failing. All this and more today on Recur Now. From ProfitWells Boston HQ, it is March 2nd. I'm Abby Sullivan. I'm James Herrick. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful Monday to subscribe. Up first, your news. How many times a week do you buy takeout coffee? Dunkin', Starbucks, the local coffee shop on the corner. I hate to admit it, but out of seven days, probably four or five. Which we all know can add up quickly. But takeout coffee is a novelty in its own right. And there's a new subscription coming to town that may actually satisfy your daily caffeine kick while also saving your wallet. Yep, Panera has launched a monthly coffee subscription program with bottomless cups of caffeine, or decaffeinated if you so choose. Bottomless coffee is a huge deal, especially when it's priced at only $8.99 a month, which is even cheaper than buying a pound of ground coffee at the grocery store. Also known as a steal. An average cup of coffee at Panera hits close to $3 per cup. You can have access to the subscription if you are a member of Panera's free loyalty program with access beginning today. Even more good news, you don't have to decide between what type of coffee you want. You can pick hot or iced, even tea. All of this seems fantastic, but I'm worried it might be too good to be true. Right. It's reminiscent of the MoviePass saga, which we devotely followed on previous Recur Now episodes. MoviePass had a great idea. The company tried out the subscription model, but the model was not executed in a sustainable way. Although, according to Business Insider, Panera tested this out at 150 restaurants. And in most cases, customers also purchased food when coming in to get their cup of joe. Additionally, the company saw a 90% renewal rate and a 25% increase in loyalty members. So maybe Panera isn't doomed like MoviePass. Expanding past the revenue model, though, a lot of it also comes down to loyalty. Building brand loyalty is crucial to your product's success. It may be in Panera's best interest to focus on resonance over reach right now. Brand awareness is just one piece of a much bigger puzzle. Getting people to have affinity for your brand, in other words, to actually recommend your products or services to their people, could be a worthier investment for your 2020. We'll just have to sit tight and see what happens. But I do think that either way, this is proof that more companies are trying to get their toes wet with subscription because they realize it is the future. And we'll link to some of our resources on brand loyalty and NPS in your subscriber newsletter. And now, Abby, on altering your prices. As this past year kicked off, we witnessed DAZN, the sports streaming service that's increasingly killing it in this space, with thoughts of doubling its pricing offerings for users. In November, DAZN had raised its subscribership to 8 million globally, which is nothing to scoff at. But is this number alone grounds for raising their prices? That's what got us thinking. When, in terms of the success of your product, is it okay to alter your pricing? Ultimately, it's hugely about the value you're providing your customer with the gold mine, value-based pricing. Value-based pricing could easily be called customer-based pricing because that's essentially what it is. The more formal definition describes value-based pricing as basing a product or service's price on how much the target consumers believe it's worth. Instead of looking inwardly at your company or laterally toward competitors, value-based pricing gives you an outward look. We love value-based pricing, and for three good reasons. 
You can price higher than your competitors because you're basing the pricing off what customers say they're willing to pay. Value-based pricing also makes improving your product a continual process. Pricing is more than just a dollar sign on your website. It includes packaging and how you offer features. Knowing what your customers value at all times will make evolving your product and features an absolute must. Finally, since your customers are determining product value, you need to communicate with them quite a bit. You're building trust, and this trust can lead to good things down the road, like higher retention and less churn. So who is value-based pricing good for? What are the benefits? Are there downsides? What are some good examples? This episode isn't nearly long enough for me to get deep into all of these details today, that is. So I will link to a ton of resources on this for you in your subscriber newsletter. If you're not on the list, head to recurnout.com to sign up and you'll get all of this stuff on the daily. And we wrap with a bit on delinquent churn. Delinquent churn at its core refers to credit card failures and how they impact your retention. Spoiler alert, it's a significant impact. So our team is joining forces with the Subscription Trade Association, or SUBTA, to get down to the brass tacks on this issue that's seriously plaguing your retention strategy. But why would you want to listen to us when it comes to churn? SUBTA chairman and co-founder Chris George, plus our very own pricing pro, Patrick Campbell, are kind of obsessed with this. At ProfitWell, we've collected the largest churn data set in the world and data from 17,234 companies and counting, while SUBTA stands as the leader in building solutions and partnerships to to support subscription e-commerce business growth. And we're here to share insights on where and why subscription e-commerce companies are failing at properly pinpointing and addressing involuntary churn. Plus, benchmarks on delinquent churn and credit card failures, a framework for understanding active churn versus delinquent churn, insights on how to tackle it, and simple tweaks boosting your revenue. It's all going down this Thursday, the 5th of March. So we'll link to access in your subscriber newsletter. Space is limited, so be sure to snag your spot ASAP. And that's it for your March 2nd subscription news. Up next, a segment we call the ProfitWell Book Club. As promised this week, Abby breaks down Teen Zuo's Subscribed, a piece all about the subscription revolution. Subscription software, subscription media, subscription pickles, you name it, and out there somewhere, there's a recurring revenue business for it. The subscription model is no doubt dominating the world and turning the traditional business model on its head. On today's ProfitWell Book Club, I dive deep into Subscribed, written by Zora's CEO, Teenzo, who argues the subscription model is revolutionizing our future and how to start implementing it the right way. Subscribed at its core is an analysis of how the subscription business model is taking over industries across the board. In it, Teen drives home three main points. Point number one, the recurring revenue model is revolutionizing our future. We're all witness to the internet revolutionizing how people fundamentally connect with companies and access products. And with this, the subscription business model is becoming ever apparent in industries across the board. Think about it. The video, music, and retail industries are already so heavily on board with the model. And although tech companies took an immediate hit when they made the switch to subscription, they've ultimately gained exponentially from it. Startups who are taking a huge gamble with this model have actually dominated those better established companies by following through. Remember Blockbuster before streaming services came around? Me neither. Point number two, the subscription model challenges the traditional business model, instead prioritizing users' changing needs over perfecting a physical product. 
While the traditional business mindset revolves around creating a product and selling as much of it as you can, the subscription model provides even more access and service. Just look at Netflix, Spotify, or Lyft. People value these services over a physical product. Once you recognize what your user actually wants, you're much better placed to tailor your service to those in need of them. Point number three. You must follow a new system to start implementing your own subscription model. Traditional marketing is all about product, price, promotion, and place. It reflects a black and white approach of creating something people want, making it competitive yet profitable, advertising it intelligently, and selling it in the right place at the right time. But this model changes when you swap out product for subscription. So, do you need to read this? Subscribed is a must-read for subscription newbies. We give a copy to all new hires. But for folks already in the thick of it, this summary should give you all you need. Ultimately, we should be shifting our mindsets to better recognize, understand, and avoid the shortcomings of traditional innovation, marketing, sales, finance, and IT strategies. A business with a successful business model does this openly, constantly innovating to the needs of their user. And finally, if you're interested in more on pricing, be sure to check out our show, Pricing Page Teardown. Last season on Pricing Page Teardown. Why use these four things? Just use this one thing. Shots fired. What I love about this website, they really kind of contextualize it with plants. I don't want to end up with Peter's hair. Over 55, as you are, no longer need your hair back. The relative preference of these different um, features against the willingness to pay. All types of different products expanding from the payments. If I come to this pricing page, I am absolutely overwhelmed. They got to go much, much deeper into the marketing side. Right versus left, Republican versus Democrat, red versus blue. Liberal versus conservative. Liberal versus conservative. I actually didn't like this website too much. Peter doesn't know how to write. Big Oxford comma fan. I'm gonna be tearing down Peter a lot. First impressions lost a lifetime. And if this can help you present yourself a little bit better, totally, all for it. Your second favorite person in the world. My mom? Your second favorite person. My dad. Gary Vaynerchuk. Twitter following, huge YouTube following, huge Instagram following. The relationship with that customer directly into how you make money. Gwyneth Paltrow should know why people care about Gwyneth Paltrow. It felt like it was pieced together at the last minute. Before you sit there and go, oh my gosh, this is gonna be the most boring episode ever. The quilting market is a $3.7 billion per year market. Jonah Hill probably quilts. Probably quilting or knitting right now. People are willing to pay more for it for those who care about it. You have a lot more options. I feel like, oh, I'm part of the club. So that's a wrap on the season. We have another season of Pricing Page Teardown coming down the pipe. We'll see you in season six drops. And that's it for your March 2nd episode of Recur Now. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it. Where can they find that, Abby? At ProfitWell.com slash Recur. And remember, here at ProfitWell, we are expanding our teams. If you're interested in joining forces with our crew, head to ProfitWell.com slash careers. 